I'm reading from Luke chapter 8, verses 40 through 48, and all this section of Luke has story after story after Jesus, about Jesus' healing of people. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Just then there came a man named Jairus, a leader of the synagogue. He fell at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about 12 years old, who was dying. As he went, the crowds pressed in on him. And there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. And though she had spent all she had on physicians, no one could cure her. She came up from behind him and touched the fringe of his clothes. And immediately her hemorrhage stopped. Then Jesus asked, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, well, master, the crowds surround you and press in on you. But Jesus said, someone touched me, for I noticed that power had gone out from me. When the woman saw that she could not remain hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. And this is the word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Okay, it's quiz time. I want to know if anybody in the congregation today has never been to a doctor. No, nobody in the choir. Yeah, we've all been there, right? We've all been to the doctor from time to time. And being to a doctor is an up-close and personal experience. It's very difficult for a doctor to examine you from across the room. Now, during COVID, I know some tried. My doctor would stand over there and me here, but I think I had a sore throat. I said, you're going to have to get a little closer, doc. And, of course, he had his mask on. It's an up-close and personal thing. Or maybe we've had some procedures maybe an outpatient procedure or so. And when we go through that, that's an up-close-and-personal thing as well. Not only is the doctor there, but before we get to see the doctor, there's somebody checking our blood pressure and our pulse, and somebody maybe taking our blood, and maybe somebody then uh, making sure we're ready, and then the doctor sees us. Or maybe we've been to a treatment, maybe we've gotten uh, a breathing treatment, somebody holds the mask up to us, or maybe we've been to physical therapy and somebody takes our arm and helps us along. The medical profession is dedicated to this up close and personal touch because we certainly need it from time to time. 
The doctor needs to have the stethoscope listening. So there has to be contact. There has to be touch. And for many of us, that may be about the only person who has that up-close and personal experience with us. Well, in Bible times, there were many, many people who needed, needed the physician's touch. So many who had issues and problems. But the lepers were isolated. They were pushed away into their own colonies out from the towns. And many of the sick who were being ignored would lie down at the gates of the city and beg for contributions and beg for help. Well, our scripture today, Luke 8, verse 40, speaks of a woman who had a problem. For 12 years she had it, and she'd been to all the doctors she could, and it said she'd spent all she had on the doctors. We might get an amen or two on that, right? So we're glad they're there, but certainly we know what that means. But she, she, she said, oh, if I could just get close enough to the great physician, if I could just reach out and touch even just the hem of his garment, I can be healed. And so she did. She pushed through the crowds that day and reached out and touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus said, who touched me? He knew somebody had him. Peter said, well, Jesus, all these people around you, how are we supposed to know? And he said, somebody touched me and power went out from my life and somebody's life is different. And the woman comes forward trembling, kneeling down, and he says, woman, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. There were many, many miracle stories in this part of Luke. Luke 6 talks about the crowds reaching out to touch him. We have story after story in the Bible of how Jesus literally physically touched people. He made mud one time and put it on the eyes of the blind man and said, go wash that off. And there are many other times his spirit reached out and touched the lives of others. The woman caught in adultery, he dared to engage her in conversation. Not only was she about to be stoned, but he was about to be stoned because he dared to engage that outcast, as the people of that day felt, in a conversation. The woman at the well who had had many husbands, he dared to get to know her and dared to tell her all about her life that he already knew. Jesus, the great physician, was a master at reaching out and touching the lives of people. In the fifth chapter of Luke, there's a story about a leper, and I, lo I love this story especially. The leper came up to Jesus, and he said to Jesus, if you choose, you can make me clean. So Jesus said, I do choose, be made clean. I just love the way Jesus handled that. I just love what he said. I do choose. I want you to be well. And that is our Lord Jesus, the great physician, is it not? 
He does choose. He wants us to be well. He wants us to be forgiven. He wants us to be loved. He wants us to know we are a child of God. He wants us to reach our full potential. He wants us to put all the stuff out of our lives that would block our relationship with him. Yes, he wants us to know that we are loved. He wants us to be well physically and otherwise, emotionally, spiritually, and he wants us to be whole. That's our Lord. That's our Savior. Well, in biblical times, there were a lot of needs, and certainly there still are a lot of needs in our world today. Many, many people all around us who are lonely and isolated, and COVID only made it a whole lot worse. It made all of us isolated, didn't it? But there are many who live alone, many who have lost their spouse of many years and still grieve that, children who have no one to really love and care for them, babies, babies who need to be cuddled. You know, there's a whole psychology of that, the human touch. Infants need to be cuddled. Absolutely, they need that human touch from the very, very beginning. And this special uh, Grandparents' Day, we know that some of the best gifts we can offer our grandchildren is just to reach out and hug them. And I find when they get to be teenagers, they're oh, you know, a little uncomfortable about that, but I hug them anyway, golly, you know. Children and kids need our love and need our touch and need our attention. So even if they protest, go on, do it anyway. That's what I say. <laughs> there are so many still in need in our world today. And there are many who are considered untouchables even in our society. I saw on the news one night this week, a woman was having our fundraiser and was talking about, I think it was for a Hope Center, but it was about addiction. And uh, she uh, uh, obviously had come out of that life herself. And she was saying, there is hope. We are here for you. You do not have to be alone. You do not have to try to handle that alone. She was reaching out to the television screen saying, we are here to touch your life. And basically it was her testimony that her life had been touched in that way. We've had a lot on the news about uh, our friends in Great Britain. And uh, not long ago was the anniversary of Princess Diana's tragic death. And they were flashing different pictures. And they showed again that picture of Princess Diana going to a hospital full of AIDS patients. And she dared to reach out and touch that fella. Shocked the world. But she wanted to show love and care. And Queen Elizabeth, certainly uh, a lot about her to remember, but they've been replaying the national anthem that Queen Elizabeth, uh, after 9-11, 
wanted our country to know that they loved and cared about what happened and they were upset too and they wanted us to feel that love. So she had her Royal Guard Band play the American Anthem. <laughs> I don't think that had ever been our national, I don't think that had ever been done before. Still kind of gives me chills when I hear it and they play it again. Certainly, after 9-11, so many ways people have reached out and still are in touching the lives of those who were changed that day. So yes, many, many people still around us still need that loving touch and so do we. So do I. So do you. Jesus can touch our sorrow and help us feel better. Jesus can touch our sin and wipe it away. Jesus can work on our brokenness. Jesus, the great physician, can heal our divisions and bring us together. Yes, we all need that touch as well. And as Mike sang and led us in singing, he touched me, oh, he touched me, and oh, the joy that fills my soul because something happened and now I know he touched me and made me whole. I think of times in my life when the love of God touched me. I think of times when I've been betrayed and the loving touch of the healing master helped me get beyond that and move on. I've had sin in my life and the loving touch of the great physician cast out that sin and granted me a new beginning. We all have been there, have we not? And hopefully we have felt the loving touch of the Master. And maybe we're struggling with something right now. Sickness or illness or problem or distress or, or uh, some kind of brokenness. The great physician still wants to reach out to us and help us. One of the greatest blessings I feel as a pastor and I have through the years is when I visit with you in your homes or in the hospital to be able to hold your hand and have a prayer and make a connection like that. Um, and it's a very special moment because I do feel the power of God still works through the human touch. And Thank goodness we're back to handshaking again. Even a, a fist pump's not bad, but, you know, but, but the good old handshake that we've gotten away from, we need to reach out and touch each other with that love. And as we pray for one another, as we send a card to one another, as we make a phone call to one another, as we smile to each other, we are offering the loving touch for the great master. So today, thank goodness this woman reached out and touched Jesus' garment, and she was touched by doing so. May we continue to reach out to our forgiving, healing Lord to bring healness and wholeness physically, spiritually, emotionally to our lives. And may we seek ways to allow the great physician 
to work through us to reach out to others as well. Thank you, holy God, for your loving touch to us and all the world. Let us pray. Gracious God, you gave us Jesus. What the ultimate loving touch that was. You cared enough for us and all our world. And we thank you how Jesus lived his life. How he walked right into the midst of sickness and sadness and sorrow and difficulty. He walked right into the middle of it and offered his love and his touch as only he could. Lord God, may we continue to receive that touch and may we be inspired to reach out and touch the lives of others. In Christ we pray. Amen.